707 Love having Abe's Door Service uh, as our uh, primary show sponsor. Thanks, folks, for coming on board. Third generation family business, been around for about 44 years. So when it comes to garage door repairs or installations or an emergency call, like they said, you know, fast 24 7 response. Pretty awesome. Yeah, and, and when you call them, they pick up the phone, huh. which, is, which is really great. Day People. or night, no answering service. Uh, their Google reviews beyond compare <laughs> and so if you want to get a hold of abe's uh, door service you can go online at abesdoor.ca still to come here on this morning with stacy bratzel and daryl mcintyre mm-hmm. we will have your code word for the jet away to costa rica i've been bouncing around when that goes because different people uh, as part of routine listen, mm-hmm. listen at different times so you want to sort of share it around but it's also important to tell you when it's going to be coming up so that you can be here i think we'll do it probably in the eight o'clock hour that's when we'll give the code word for your opportunity to win a trip for two gratis freebie uh you win that trip to go to costa rica with uh with me yeah uh, i'm hosting a party and it's just happens to be about eight hours away on a direct flight on sunwing so love it new All west right. travel well, doing spe- that one speaking of parties there's going to be a uh, one at the planetarium the queen elizabeth ii planetarium uh not a lot of discussion about that place for a very long time because it's been being renovated for a very long like time. forever, it feels yeah. like. Yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, maybe you went there as a kid for, you know, you know, a little school field trip. It's a pretty amazing place. It is reopening today. So it's right behind the TELUS World of Science or the Space and Science Center when I was a kid. Yes, That's what indeed. we called it. And occasionally I slip and, and, I, and I say that as well. But uh, it's Canada's very first public planetarium. Uh, opened in 1960, and it closed. Yep. How long has it been closed? 1983. Yeah, it's been closed for... You know, 40 well, years. 40, 40 years. But you know what? The, the first guy to um, to run this place, the first mm-hmm. director of the planetarium, he joins us on the line right now. Ian McLennan, welcome. Good morning. Thank you. It's nice to be here. This is a pretty exciting weekend for you. It certainly is. I've come in from Vancouver, where I live, and... Uh, um, I've uh, been really excited about uh, visiting the planetarium. I've, I've seen it uh, in its current state uh, under reconstruction a couple of times, and I'm really thrilled that it's uh, been renovated. Uh, you know, with, I'm trying to decide whether to look at back then. I want to know what it looks like now. <laughs> Can you, what have you seen? What, what excites they, you uh, about they, it right now? The, the the architects have done a spectacular job of renovating it. It's just a, a beautiful uh, renovation, and I think people of Edmonton will be thrilled to see it. So, take us inside the building. For you know, it's been it's been closed for a really long time, Ian. Um, so, a lot of people listening right now have never been inside it. What is it? Yeah. Well, uh, it's a building, it's a small building by comparison with many large planetariums, but it's a real jewel in the crown of uh, Coronation Park. And um, it has a a couple of uh, meeting rooms and a foyer, and that surrounds a star theater, and that's the star attraction, pardon the pun. And it is a um, about a, a ten meter wide uh, dome that uh, with a, a circular seating arrangement uh, around the periphery of the dome, and there are projectors in there that uh, can now reveal the night sky and uh, take you on tours of the universe right out to the extremities of the known universe. 
Uh, help me understand why, uh, and I'm not sure how much you've had to do with it in the last 40 years, because like we said, you were the first director, but why it was shut down, why it, it has taken so long to get what you say, like you said, is a relatively small building, I suppose, but uh, why, why so much time? Well, uh, first of all, it was shut down uh, not for any nefarious reasons. It was simply that the new science center came along with a very large planetarium inside, and that replaced the, the good old Queen Elizabeth planetarium. Um, the, the, the big planetarium theater, the Margaret Ziegler Theater in the Telus World of Science, is a, a very sophisticated large theater and uh, it, the Queen Elizabeth Planetarium could easily have gone into obscurity and, and just been demolished but um, uh, cooler and smarter has prevailed and uh, the thinking is that this small planetarium will uh, will be very very good for educating very young children uh, even as young as two to six uh, there have been uh, programs for very young children in planetariums in Toronto and Seattle and Santa Barbara and Salt Lake City and uh, these have been spectacularly successful and the idea is not to have any precise educational outcomes but to uh, just give these small kids uh, their first experience uh, as a shared social experience under the stars and uh, it, it's magical what happens so um, I see that as one of the uh, great opportunities for the Queen Elizabeth Planetarium in its new uh, form. Right now we're talking to Ian McClellan. Uh, he is the first director of the Queen Elizabeth Planetarium right behind uh, the TELUS World of Science. It is reopening uh, this weekend. And Ian, this is a unique building, uh, a remarkable example of modern architecture. Uh, you mentioned, thank goodness we didn't tear it down. But what are we able to do there in terms of you know planning a visit? Well, um, first of all, if, if you're planning to see the Star Theatre, um, there there will be demonstrations in there, and, and I, I believe it's going to be free this weekend and opening uh, for the reintroduction. And um, uh, there will be demonstrations that take you, uh, uh, the sky will darken, the, the uh, simulated sky, and um, the presenter will be able to take you uh, to the moon or to Mars or uh, an external view of our own galaxy and uh, can even take you on, on tours with, uh, and this is based on real astronomical data. There's a, uh, there's a database, a very sophisticated database that's built into the projection system and that will simulate uh, anything right out to the extremities of the known universe. It's qu quite remarkable. It, it can do anything that any big planetarium in the world can do. It's just in a smaller space. Uh, take me through what it's going to be like for you today as people come in because they're going to be able to uh, starting sort of this afternoon and for the next uh, next several days. Uh, just what's, what's that going to feel like for you? Or oh, my goodness. You know? <laughs> I, I've really anticipated this day for a, a very long time, and and it's uh, it's going to be uh, quite quite um, remarkable. I'm I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, I have some uh, old friends and colleagues who have come in for it, and uh, and it's uh, it's going to be a special day for sure. A lot of grandparents taking their grandkids. I remember this <laughs> yes. growing up, right? You're going to hear yes. a lot of that, I think, this weekend. 
Yes, I've taken my grandchildren to a couple of planetariums. So. And you <laughs> make sure that people don't miss the zodiac mosaics outside, right? Because those are something you know you may walk on and not notice, but those are pretty special as well. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because um, uh, that's the one thing that hasn't been refurbished yet. They're still there, but they've, uh, you know, degraded over time. And uh, the the city, I understand, has made a commitment to refurbish those as well. So I'm thrilled about that because it was a, a remarkable piece of artwork by uh, the Eichners, uh, Henrik and uh, Diana Eichner. And um, they, uh, they just did a lovely job with those mosaics, and I'm thrilled that they're going to be uh, kept. Yeah, 100,000 pieces used to make them, and mm-hmm. him, him, the artist and his family gathered rocks from riverbeds and valleys, so while you're there, count the rocks. That might be <laughs> a good uh, work project for the wait. kids. You can count the stars, you can count the rocks. You can do a little bit of both. <laughs> Ian McClellan, thanks so much for, for, for joining us today. Uh, congratulations on seeing yeah. on, on getting to see this comeback and end on, on all the experiences that you'll have uh, today, tomorrow, and the day after. It's, it's pretty awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you very much, and I enjoyed this experience. Ian McClellan, uh, first director of the Queen Elizabeth II Planetarium, came in 1962. It was uh, when he was uh, involved in that. 1960 it opened? Wow. And it's been sitting empty. I actually, I, I had a behind, somebody took, I know somebody mm-hmm. who works there, uh, and, and they took me in, and it was, it was... Sad. It was, it was sad. Was it yeah. haunted? Did it feel yeah. like ghostly? Not really, but you, they, 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 it needed some work. Uh, I don't know how many times I walked by it, so we'd yeah. be in the area. If you go into the Telus World of Science, it's very very Coronation standard Park. to come right yeah. by that. And you go, yeah, well, what is this? this? Is it ever going to get up, and up to stuff? It'd be a cool yet? place to have a wedding. Uh, and that's it's going to be rented out uh, as an event center as I well. I wouldn't so. doubt it. So uh, yeah. this today and this weekend, uh, from 1 till 4 till today, uh, you can go check it out. 11 till 4 on Saturday, 11 to 4 again on Sunday. You can go check out the uh, beautiful Queen Elizabeth Planetarium. And then they want you to share your, your stuff. So there's hashtags, uh, my Telus World of Science, Edmonton, etc. And my QEP, the Queen Elizabeth Planetarium. It's beautiful. Glad it's back up. Me too.